0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric.
1: And I am one of your hosts, Michael. Boggs. 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 Where's Boggs? I don't know. Where is Boggs? I don't know. Hmm. Fuck him. So, should I give out the sad news? Uh, I
0: guess so, yeah. Yeah.
1: Granted, we've heard this before, but... Yes,
0: about a thousand times over.
1: But uh, Boggs has uh, finally decided that uh, his run with the Intellectual Savers podcast will be coming to an end. It's, uh, it's a sad moment, but he's going to pursue his uh, musical career. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what? So um, it's a sad day. So me and Eric are going to start doing auditions and stuff to find another piece of shit who can play a few songs and add three or four um you know, tidbits about fucking space or something every show. Yeah. So we're going to be on the hunt for that. But, um, he is going to make a few guest appearances, I guess, up until then. He said he'd do the three-year anniversary show with us before he takes a shit on us.
0: Yeah, I told him that he has to commit to that. For you guys, the fans. Yeah,
1: especially since we may have a couple in-house for it, so he's definitely going to make an appearance for that one. True that. Mm-hmm. So me and Eric have decided that, uh, to honor Bog's career and help it along that we're going to start an additional podcast, um, which will be basically, um, keeping everyone up to date with the life of Boggs. <laughs> yes. As, as he rises up the fucking ladder of fame. Yeah.
0: Um, look for it coming to iTunes soon. It's going to be called uh, Bog sucks.
1: Yeah. That's the title of yeah. the show. Bog sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> get ready for that. <laughs> It'll um, be great. Yeah, but until then, I mean, we're still here. Uh, so you guys can follow <laughs> us uh, on the Twitter at the Intel Savers, Facebook. Be sure to download our shout on iTunes. Leave comments, man. We got a bunch of comments right off the bat, and then everybody's just fucking got lazy. Tell your friends. Tell your family.
0: Because um, it's like five people whatever. and then like uh, 300 bots. What's that? Our listeners.
1: Yeah, probably so, evidently. <laughs> no shit. It's
0: like a handful of people and then a shitload of bots. I figured out they're trolling the internet just clicking on our shit. Yeah,
1: the best way for us to continue to get an audience is to have either um, a musician on or a Satanist every week. If we just continue to do that, we get we get yes. tons of hits.
0: Yeah. Need to figure out a way to just make that a recurring thing.
1: <laughs> we gotta break that fucking that, that two fifty to three hundred threshold. We can't do it if you fucking people don't help us out. I mean, I think I heard Brad or Justin or one of them say this on um, Rockin' Dudes, uh, that this is free fucking entertainment for you assholes, so why don't you hook us up and just fucking tell your moron friends to leave fucking comments and rate us on iTunes and download the shit. They don't even have to listen to it. Just download it. And then we get the hits. That way we can make, uh, we can lie to people when we try and book guests. <laughs> Look at all these hits we're getting. We're Look really how popular. popular. we are. Yeah. Seriously, we're great. Or I have to do like I had to do on Bropocalypse. I got to turn off the hit rate so I can lie about it to try and get guests to come on the show. <laughs> no, really, we're getting a shitload of hits. You just don't know. So, so far. You just can't see it. It's not working out so far.
0: Well, even on the Podbean thing, like it shows how many times your uh, like entirety has yeah, been hit. I so you can just take, take, take how many off. episodes and then divide by that, and they can check see your average. And uh, you know, That's it true. it actually is going to hurt you guys even more because with that, you know, your first like ten episodes or whatever before you moved to Podbean, first
1: like sixteen, those only had
0: like. You know, two or three hits a piece on Podbean because everybody had already fucking listened to it. Yeah. So and sucks. you have a whole bunch of episodes that don't have any hits on yeah. them, and then those, so it's actually being bringing your average down.
1: It's uh, just saying it's hard to bring it down, but it is bringing it down. <laughs> But yeah, I know what you're saying. Cause
0: yeah, from four to two.
1: The first few fucking shows, we actually like had a lot of hits on it, and we've uh, we decreased, and now it's starting to kind of come back up a little. So it's kind of leveling out. Because
0: I started listening
1: again. Yeah, so. <laughs> that doubled our listenership. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I told Brad, I said, "No more live shows," because we have like five people listen to it live, and then that we lose those five hits, and that's like a third of our hits.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I, I was like, "Man, those shit. are gonna hit. Those are gonna hurt." You know your hits because always doing live shows, people aren't gonna go back and re-listen to it. They already heard it.
1: Yeah, Brad's fucking up. The only thing I can say good about the live shows is um, you get some of the people in the chat and they say some pretty funny things, and we can steal their lines on the shows and stuff. I don't
0: even know why we're hit whores anyway. It's not like we're ma- making money off of it.
1: I think it just it helps my self esteem. <laughs> it boosts my confidence. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Everybody wants to listen to my I have 50 shit. I am pretty. They'll want to hear about how I'm fucking jizzing at my wife and raising her legs up. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's going to be a great thing. So, oh my God, I can't wait to do uh, the Bog Sucks podcast. You guys are going to love it. we got so many stories that we never told on there that we are going to just let rip on that fucking show. And things
0: that we also make up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's do you pretty- want... We make, we say it, mm-hmm. you decide. <laughs> like I think Fox News. This is going to be the way we're going to work it. Every, <laughs> we're, the, we're the Fox News of bogs.
1: Yeah, every fucking
0: show. <laughs> a little bit of truth sprinkled with a whole lot of pizzazz.
1: Every show, we're probably going to do about, we figured 20, 30 minutes is enough. You yeah, know, yeah. We can make fun of any gigs he's doing, rip on him, and then we'll make up shit. And then the thing is, probably about 30% of it will be true. And the rest of it will be nonsense. So it is going to be up to you guys to figure out which is which. Good luck. <laughs> it's going to be really difficult. It is going to be difficult. And I think what I want to do is we're going to have guests. And when I say guests on that show, we're going to like dig up ex-girlfriends and Ooh. people like that. And we're going to have them come on and talk shit so
0: i really like that idea oh it's
1: gonna be great and the good thing about boggs is he's turned into quite the man horse since he's got divorced so he's racking up some numbers and yeah. he pisses all of them off so um i uh, get ready for it. it's gonna probably outdo this podcast i'm not gonna lie it's probably gonna be the best thing that we'll ever do <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying right now this is what he gets Because he waited till this morning to fucking tell me, which is a bullshit move, and evidently he had talked to... No, see,
0: he didn't tell me that he was quitting the show. Oh. He just told me that he couldn't uh, do it Friday night this week because Mm -hmm. he was doing rehearsal with that fucking band. Yeah. The band Um, that
1: he said sucks and he can't stand the guys. So I just
0: told him, I was like, hey, you know, text Michael... Let him know Mm -hmm. that, you know, we need to reschedule for Saturday and see if that's cool with him. Oh, he did. And he never did that until today. And then he dropped the bomb that, oh, by the way, I'm quitting
1: too. So that's what I got this morning around like 11 o'clock or noon or whatever the fuck he sent that Uh, shit to
0: me. It was around like 9. Was it?
1: Yeah. I don't fucking know. All I know is I just looked at it and I was like, man, that sounds about right. Piece of shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So So besides that bullshit, how's your week?
1: Uh... Yeah, I mean, work's work. I I mean, it's kind of a fucking beating. And me and uh, Bradley put out another great show, uh, Bro Pock, (laughs) that'll be out on Saturday (laughs) suggest everybody look for. I'm just going to give you a little hint. Um, There's a lot of talk of um, Bigfoot and footlongs, and maybe they had something to do with each other (laughs) So get ready for that fucking action to come down on Saturday. I would say it was a good show, but every fucking show we do, as soon as we're finished with, I go, man, I go, that was another piece of shit. Why are we still doing this? (laughs) And then Brad's like, it's not as bad as you say it is. I'm like, that's pretty fucking terrible. And then the wife listens to it, and she's like, you guys are pretty funny. I'm like, I guess it's okay then. So that's the motivation. As long as she says it's okay, then we'll keep doing it.
0: (laughs) Making your spouse proud Yeah Oh I'm sure One horrible joke at a time
1: Yeah Especially when they're sending it around her when she, Yeah She fucking loves that Throws
0: little innuendos in there and stuff and
1: Yeah Pretty much So I mean the last couple of shows we've had guests on So it was kind of yes. It was kind of great Because we haven't had that in a while And when you have the guests on It takes a lot of pressure off us Because we don't have to fucking come up with as much material for you guys <laughs> That's called just telling the truth. Um, But no, we haven't got to keep up with the presidential election, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And then I got a couple other nonsense stories, and I know you've got some stuff, Eric. So I say that uh, we just uh, brush aside all this fucking negativity, this fucking this pain from the fucking breakup of the band. The Boggs is leaving us now. Um, We got to move on. We got to suck it up. We got to move on. make this happen
0: <laughs> and magic go
1: okay so what are we gonna do first what presidential politics
0: oh oh you're asking like what topic
1: yeah man i want to start with a couple little stories and then we're gonna get into one that uh people have heard about and our buddy scott sent us and said we have to definitely talk about it so we'll definitely get into that but i saw a couple things i thought were pretty fucking awesome that happened this week Um, this one to me kind of it pissed me off of course but this is one of those like you know like a lot of politicians say stuff and you know that they're they know they're full of shit when they say these things and it makes and it's like and then all the people who are on their side like if it's a Republican Democrat whatever they hear these fucking speeches and they're like yeah fucking we got your back but it's like they have to know if they keep up with the news or anything whatsoever they have to know that they're completely full of shit and uh, this one really caught me by surprise because Rick Sam Torm, of course, they're all up in Iowa kissing ass now yeah, and yeah. fucking, you know, doing the festival thing. So they're Licking all making the taint of Iowa. Yeah, they're all deep throating corn dogs and shit and showing, like, hey, look, I'm a common man. I can fucking cook pancakes and stuff and doing yeah. that kind of bullshit.
0: Gonna go into mom and pop diners. Oh, fuck crack a don. Oh,
1: it's the worst. Shaking hands with some fucking old people. Sitting down
0: at diners and
1: senile bastards fucking corn farming motherfuckers up in Iowa. I mean, dude, Iowa. Why the fuck are they so important? They got, like, four fucking electoral votes. No offense if you live in Iowa, but your life sucks. Kill yourself. So so Rick Santorum's up there, and he's fucking giving a speech, and he starts going off on, like, education and stuff and liberals. So this is what he said. He goes, This is what the left does. The left has done this from the days of the Soviet Union and Communist China, is that they erase history, and what history they have, they re-edit it and redefine it into something that is fundamentally untrue to fit their ideology. If you're trying to decide what's true, conservatism and traditional American values, or the new progressivism, if progressivism is true, why are they going back and rewriting history to make it a match what they believe in? That should raise some question marks. What? Well, first of all, it, yeah, I mean, I'm reading this word for word and it doesn't make sense. It's a little garbled, but I love the fact that he's basically saying that this is what happens in our schools. The progressives, liberals, have taken over the schools and they go in and they rewrite our history to make, you know, traditional values and conservatism basically sound wrong and evil. And they try to make basically communism or socialism sound. You know, like that's the way things are, and they rewrite history to push their values and all the negative stuff they try and pin on conservatives has and whatever. Rick
0: Santorum read a textbook from Texas,
1: and that's what made me laugh because I'm like, holy shit, dude! Like Texas, for the people who don't know, like when we adopt our textbooks, it's pretty much like not just us, but they reproduce them, and it's all throughout pretty much half most of the South and South uh, Southwest, Southeast um, has to take on the books because, of course, we have such a large population, so that's just the way it works. So when like our school board and this has been pretty publicized for the last couple of years, they've been fighting it. Um, they've recently just adopted these new textbooks that basically it's all Republicans on this statewide school board. And they've went in and taken out, you know, stuff about like Martin Luther King and slavery and all this other shit. And, and they put in more shit about like Reagan and religious text and all this other shit. And it's like, it's just maddening to me because this is what Republicans do. They do stuff that's, Extreme and fucked up, and then they try and spin it some way that it's liberals that are doing this, like the more government thing. Liberals, they want to run your life and take over the government. No, they go in and they fucking want to raise taxes on rich corporations, whereas. Conservatives go in and they want to fucking take away women's rights to choose, take away their ability to get birth control. They want to take away, you know what I mean? It's like they're the ones that are taking away rights. They're the ones that are implementing more government, restrictive government.
0: Yeah, and then they have other things like where you have to teach uh, creationism next to evolution to yes. somehow validate it, like in Kansas, which is complete fucking utter bullshit. There's no scientific evidence whatsoever for creationism.
1: That's amazing.
0: At all. So you want to talk about rewriting history? There you have it. They're taking things that aren't even based in any kind of scientific scientific fact, and putting it up next to evolution like it is somehow equal to it.
1: So I love that, Rick Santorum. Oh, also, ah, fuck it. It's, we'll jump around. We don't. We don't have to stay on top. We don't have fucking topics on this show. People listen long enough. So not anymore. We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about fucking. Um, before the show started me and Eric about the Ashley Madison thing and stuff cause he's just some Christian YouTuber and stuff he put it on our Facebook page about him getting bust on Ashley Madison of course everybody knows about the Josh Duggar thing that one broke like yesterday yeah. with us and it's hilarious I mean I love the hypocrisy it's fucking gold I'm thinking to myself Rick Santorum is someone I could see popping up on there he is the epitome of someone like he's very anti-gay so yeah. you know that he's had a cock in his mouth he's probably on Grinder. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's one of those that... What was that other fucking... Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He was a Republican senator from, like, fucking Idaho or something. He got caught touching toes with some guy in a bathroom trying to Oh, hook up.
0: fuck. Yeah. It was at an airport, right? Yeah.
1: And this happened in Minnesota, but I think he was from, like, Idaho or some fucking where. And, yeah, like, that dude was super anti-fucking yeah, gay. Yeah, very know? Everything anti-gay.
0: About and... Like, anybody who does the glory hole thing knows that the key is, like, you stick your foot under and you kind of tap your toe. And that's, like, the signal to say, hey, man, I'm ready for action. Hey. Hey, man. And then if the other person reciprocates, they stick their foot under. So he was just trying, you know, he was doing a little feeler, seeing seeing what was out there.
1: Just testing the waters out, you know. And
0: somebody who obviously knew that was like, what the fuck?
1: My favorite was the press conference he gave afterwards where he gets up and he's, he has and like this shouldn't be offensive to I mean, gay people because gay people know it. Like there's that gay voice with some guys; they have it and everything. Which, by the way, there's a documentary co- coming out. Yeah. I think. Not um, called is gay my Vo- voice gay?
0: Yeah, it's like it's. Or do like, I sound gay? Yeah,
1: do I sound gay? I gotta yeah. watch that, but it's I, funny. Uh, I watched the. There was clip an interview for
0: for with the director um, on NPR. Yeah. It was I, really. It was kind of insightful.
1: And but I mean, he's talking about. It. He's like, yeah, you know, it's this. It's terrible because it's. It's like we said before, like gay the gay culture i think one thing that saved it like we we're talking about will and grace kind of started this turn on is because like the will character was very just regular guy and didn't have gay voice and stuff you know and didn't act flamboyant i think people were like oh i can relate to him and that made yeah. it like more safe you know so to speak
0: but you know there's other gays that they have the the lisp and you know the mm-hmm. the different way that they enunciate words um and like on that documentary they there's some that they find it empowering they find it that it it is their part of their identity and they enjoy it. So they actually over accentuate certain aspects of a word yeah. to make it sound as gay as possible because they're trying. it's essentially trying to take it as their own, you know?
1: Yeah. It's like it's like um, you know, how we've talked about it before and stuff, you know, we want to take like porch monkey back. We're trying to take that back. God damn it. What no we're not. Oh. <laughs> no, I, thought we were, not. I thought we were trying to take that back. <laughs>
0: no. But that one needs to stay Mm. Locked deep inside Pappy's racist <sighs> mind.
1: Whatever. Well, it's story time, don't Michael. Let's talk about porch monkeys. <laughs> when I was a little boy, my grandma said she calls little porch monkeys. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> fucking fantastic. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they got. He was real funny, you know. He came out and he goes, "Ogles, now you're the racist." Yeah, I know. Someone's got to pick up that fucking baton and run with it. <sighs> Yeah, so it's never like, and so he comes out and he's got, he's kind of got a little of that voice. He's like, "I am not gay. I have never been gay." <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, we, it's cool. We really don't give a shit. I mean, your wife might care, but yeah, they, don't.
0: they, well, that's first off, he has to placate to his family, mm-hmm. and then also he has to placate to his party because he's decided to align himself with people that are not part of the values in which he obviously lives his lifestyle. Yeah, and they're so anti-gay. And so pro, quote, family values.
1: Well, I don't think it's that they're anti-gay. It's just that they're pro-religion. And being gay infringes <laughs> on uh, the values of uh, straight Christian people.
0: Oh, oh, sorry.
1: Which, I don't know, this is another nugget from the election that's going on right now. Is uh, Ted Cruz held a little rally up in Iowa for victims of same-sex marriage. What? Yeah, because it was a rally for religious freedom and liberty because same-sex marriage is infringing on your religious liberty and rights. No, it's not. No, no, it is because Ted Cruz held a rally just because of this. No, just
0: because you hold a rally and you say some fancy words does not mean it's true.
1: No, but he said it, though. Doesn't matter. Oh, my God. No, it says right here that and he invited people to call to come to his Rally for Religious Liberty event because, you know, since the Supreme Court gave the uh, gays the opportunity to get married, now they can just do whatever they want. And um, poor religious people, you know, that work at, let's say, county courthouses, they have to issue licenses to these, yeah. you know, evil... It's called
0: your fucking job. ...gay people...
1: But it's infringing on their religious liberties.
0: No, it's not. They, they have well, the religious freedom to go inside their own damn home and think whatever the hell they want to think.
1: We're going to have to just agree to disagree.
0: They have complete authority to think whatever they want to think in their head. But as far as being a bigoted asshole and discriminated against people... Sorry, you can't do that. A well, human being is a human being, and you have to treat them as such.
1: see, I think you're wrong there. um gays are not human because Ted Cruz told me so and If you really want to get educated on this, Eric, there's a video that you need to check out where Cruz has posted the video where it actually shows that uh it shows about the damage that same sex marriage has caused uh, Christians in the United States.
0: does it have like really uh like sad music and it's got like
1: I saw a part of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but uh, I just saw a clip of it. And it, it was uh, it was very eye-opening. I learned quite a bit. So I'll have to find it, and I'll post it on uh, the uh, Facebooks and the Twitters. So. My, my name is Eric, and I work in the service industry. The other day, a
0: lesbian couple came in. Oh, God damn it. And, and they said hi to me. And then they asked me if I could take their order. Oh my
1: god What's happening to this country That's what I say, dude Those people are fucking animals <laughs> And I don't, I don't know why we let them Just roam the streets freely
0: <laughs> Fucking animals Going to shops and asking for goods and services I think
1: what we need to start doing Is we need to come up with a logo Or something and they all have to wear it on their sleeves
0: Oh okay Hitler As they walk around town <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like a little, like, yeah, no shit, like a little
0: rainbow <laughs> star thing. God, no. No? No. Immediate I mean, but, target for hate.
1: No, that will, just because then the Christians know who to avoid, so they don't get, like, dirty fucking gay okay. near them and
0: Okay, I I will agree to that. I'm I'm speaking for the gay community, even though I'm not.
1: The star on the, rain, the rainbow stone? I it. will
0: agree to that mm-hmm. if all of us heteros get breeder tattooed on our foreheads.
1: I'm trying to breed, and I can't, so I'm not getting a fucking tattoo until I can fucking if I can shoot another kid out. Then I'll get Breeder tattooed on my forehead. I'll shave my fucking head bald, and uh, I'll start wearing, I'll I'll wear a fucking, like, you know, a shoulder fucking patch, too. And
0: <laughs> no, terrible idea.
1: <laughs> with a big B on it. For Breeder, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, Totally.
1: So, anyway, that's my game plan. We're going to either do that or we'll just fucking herd them up and we'll um, brand them like cattle. One or the other. That way, I mean, because we can do that. You'll see it. Like you're saying, why would you brand them? That doesn't make sense. But when they're out running around with their assless chaps on in the streets, you'll be able to see the brand. Animals. Ted Cruz 2016, people. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I thought that was good that he did that because we really needed that. Because I really feel like our country has been started to take away from us and everything. I mean, yeah. it started with these liberals, you know, fucking changing history. And then now fucking, like I said, the gays are running wild. And I mean, who is gonna, who's going to rise up and represent the people? Can you think of anyone? Trump? No. Oh. Maybe somebody else. Shit. We need somebody else, a candidate that most people haven't heard of. <laughs> I think that's really gonna rise up the ranks.
0: Yeah, I heard of this guy, and there's just something about his name that just really just rings true to me.
1: Yeah. It screams family values. So yes,
0: totally family values.
1: I think I can't think of it though. What is the guy's name? Eric help me out here what you want to look at these look at look at what look at these look at these what these nuts oh man you got oh wait that's his name oh these nuts.
0: yeah that guy
1: oh geez i thought you were fucking throwing out a goddamn slam for when i was 15 uh yeah <laughs> so i uh, of course anybody who keeps up with this show probably looks out for ridiculous shit that's why you listen to this show um but, yeah, I mean, this has been in the news and everything, but it is was pretty, f- pretty funny fucking thing. This gave me an idea because we talked about running bogs for office. So, in this, we may not be able to actually run bogs, but maybe we can run like a facsimile version of bogs. Like, you know how we're going to do the bog show and it's only going to be 30% truth? Yeah. <laughs> maybe we can run a have candidate a- that's only 30% based in actuality. Have
0: a straw man bogs.
1: So,. Of course, this is such a great story, this D's Nuts fucking story, where right now in North Carolina, candidate D's Nuts is polling at about 9%, which puts him right up against um, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Um, The best thing about it is, of course, it's not a legitimate candidate, although on my research, I did find out that there are actually dozens of people in the United States with the name D's Nuts. And uh, me and Eric are going to single every one of them out and have them on the show just every week from now on. They're going to be our fill-in for Bob. Yeah, that
0: that's totally what we should do.
1: <laughs> this week, hey, this is Michael, and I'm D's Nuts. And that's going to be – because, I mean, anyway, we have on's going to add just as much, if not more. But the thing is, this kid, his name's Brady Olson. He's 15, so he's the one that filed the papers to run D's Nuts. And you think how can you file papers to run a fucking can that's not real? But then again, I think it was in the last election. I may be wrong on this. There was some guy who put his fucking cat up in the Democratic primary.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I remember that.
1: Yeah, the cat's name was uh, Limberbutt McCubbins. <laughs> oh, so childish. So anyway, limber butt McCubbins was a a cat from uh, Kentucky that was running for the Democratic nomination. He didn't win it, of course, but you know, a for unfortunate. effort. Unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. A for effort, though. So anyway, so D's nuts is going to be running for president. Uh, evidently, I don't know how that fucking works out. I just love the fact that it's like it's such a joke. But it's the funny thing to me is that. I know this is just early polling, and some people are just fucking, it's like they don't give a shit, and it's just like a big joke, but the fact that basically one in ten people in North Carolina that took the time out to do these uh, polls and stuff said, yeah, I'll vote for fucking D's Nuts. I just, that, I love it that there's so many people who don't take this shit seriously when it comes to who is going to be running our fucking country for the next four years.
0: What? That's not, I mean, it's nothing serious.
1: Well, it's like the whole Trump thing. And the thing know,
0: it's, it's not like Disney banning the selfie stick, okay? That's some serious shit right there.
1: That is. That's fucking... Dude, that's worse than fucking letting the gays in their park like they do. <laughs> you know what fucked up, like... <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Like, this is funny, and I know people just do this. It's just, like I said, it's fucking shits and giggles. People don't give a fuck. It's like, yeah, it's a poll, whatever. But the sad thing is, it's like people are making a big deal of this, but this just shows how ridiculous our whole election process is that you can even do this. And that's why I'm saying that we need to look into this a little heavier because there's still time to put in candidates. We need to look into it and see what we need to do to file with the Federal Election Commission to get uh, bogs on the ballot. The only thing about we, it is we, it'll be our fictional bogs because Boggs, straw man Boggs. Yeah, because Boggs isn't actually old enough to run for president. Um, so what I wanna do is I wanna come up, yeah, with the Boggs the Strawman man Boggs. Is it maybe we'll just name him that straw man Boggs. Strawman Boggs. And then we need to get that going here in Texas in old Tejas. So, we'll work on that. We'll put that on the things that we're saying we're going to do that we'll never do. So, I'm going to write that down now. Shit, we'll never do that we talked about <laughs> on the <this> show. <laughs> Run straw man bogs. All right. There we go. Yeah, uh, yeah, Got that wrote down on the list. That'll get thrown away later. But I love that. But it just, it, like I said, it shows the, like we've been talking about the Trump thing. And I love Trump. Like, you've seen Idiocracy. And I'm sure most people have fucking seen that movie. Overrated. I love that movie. It's a little overrated. I love the Bullshit. premise. Of, it's not overrated. I love the premise of it. It's got some really funny parts. But the sad thing about it is is like when I saw it's that movie, it's almost like you're seeing the future. Yeah, it's like you see that movie and you're thinking yourself, yeah, this is fucking really going to happen eventually. Like we're going to get to this point. I just didn't think it would happen in my lifetime. I really...
0: (laughs) It was going to somehow skip you?
1: Yeah, I thought, like, I'm like, okay, dude. Like, I see the dumbing down. Like, ever since, like, really since Reagan, if you want to talk about it. I mean, Reagan kind of started the trail for fucking, you know, electing morons in office. And, you know, then W comes in. And, I mean, Obama's okay. I mean, I guess. But... It's like now you look at the cancer this time, it's the worst fucking slate of candidates. I swear to Christ, it's pathetic. And you look at Donald Trump, and it's like no matter what fucking stupid shit he says, he continues to go up in the polls. And this isn't a D's nut situation with him. This is legitimate fucking Republican primary voters who fucking really think that this dude is gonna change shit. And, um,. Speaking of there's uh, these two black women they're like the biggest fucking Donald Trump supporters. They got this little YouTube channel and stuff. Those are broads I got to get on the fucking show because they are awesome and they love Donald Trump no matter what he fucking says or does. So that's one I've been trying to get.
0: I don't think I've seen that.
1: I've sent I've I have fired off an email so that's uh, we're ho- I'm fingers crossed that we get him on before something before they find him on Ashley Madison and then, you know, he'll his poll numbers will go up more, I guess. Um, it's insane that these people love him so much. And when I say these people, I don't mean uh, the blacks. I'm not saying that being racist. I mean like the Republicans and you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to steal all bogs thunder since he's not here. So it's just amazing to me. So I'm watching this. I'm just like, Holy shit, dude, this is idiocracy and it is fucking coming in so fast. I'm just wondering like 50 years from now, What the fuck things are going to be like?
0: Hopefully I'm dead.
1: Oh, well, okay. Well, I will be dead because there's no way I'm going to make it to fucking 90. So um, good luck to my kid. Good luck to my kid. And if I have another one, good luck to that fucker too. (laughs) (sighs) it, Eric. What do you got for us?
0: Um, It was something that I meant to talk about like, I don't know, a month, month and a half ago. Never got around to well, you see I was uh, i I wanted to talk about this, and then I kind of forgot about it the following week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then, like the next week, I had it all prepped and ready to go, but you and Boggs rambled on for so fucking long that by the time I got around to it, I didn't fucking have the opportunity, so I just decided to drop it.
1: We just sucked the life force out of you,
0: yeah. I'm like it was already yes. at an hour, and I was like, "Fuck it, I haven't even gotten to my shit." <laughs> Whatever, because Boggs wanted to talk about unemployment numbers. Like, <laughs> dude, Same how many the- times are we going over unemployment numbers? We get it.
1: Save it for the human challenge.
0: Um, and then uh, we had the interviews and all that stuff, so I never got around to it. But um, looking for making my atheist church I was looking at you know mm-hmm. tax exempt mm-hmm. status and all that stuff and what requirements you need and blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's pretty simple. Um, the exempt exemption requirements are under tax code 501c3. Okay. Um, and it says, an organization must be organized and operated exclusive, exclusively for exempt purposes set forth by section 501c3. got to love all the freaking pedantic fucking lawyering mm-hmm. verbiage that we got going on here. And none of the earnings may inure to a private shareholder or individual. In addition, it may not be an action organization, i.e. it may not attempt to influence legislation okay. as a substantial part of its activities. And it may not participate in any campaign activity <sighs> for or against political candidates.
1: Oh, no straw man bogs.
0: So... Based off of that, I don't know. I mean, there are some churches that don't really go politically active, uh, but there are quite a few that do. Mm -hmm. Um, They talk about legislation. They talk about laws. They try and get their uh, people out to vote Mm -hmm. for or against certain things or people. Um, You know, they may not necessarily endorse a specific candidate, but you can tell by their rhetoric. Unfortunately, I think the tax code is a little bit too vague. There's, there's too much that can be blurred. It's not precise enough. Um, but when you start going into the lobbying by Christians, that's when it starts to get more blurry. Um, and I found a report or, uh, not a report, but yeah, I guess it was a report. Um, where this guy was trying to dig into church lobbying efforts. Um, and he found this, uh, one gentleman who is, uh, named Darren Mitchell. Uh, he is a church lobbyist. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> and president of American Christian Lobbyist Association. No, oh,
1: he's on Ashley Madison.
0: Probably. Um, um, and he goes on to how his organization doesn't necessarily work for a specific church, but what they do is they try to recruit individual pastors and or local church members who are generally politically active by encouraging them to retain the lobbying support services of his organization to help them individually lobby their efforts in um, Congress. So, what he does is he finds a back alley door. He goes directly to the people mm-hmm. and says, if you give me money, I go and lobby for your religious values or whatever the fuck he says. So it's not necessarily the church per se, but he hooks up with pastors and then gets them to tell their flock to go to him and give him money. So then he can go and lobby based off of their Christian values.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So Hmm. to me, that kind of sounds illegal, but, you know, Mm. (laughs) yeah. And he he goes on to say, I currently do not directly represent churches or pastors as a Christian or church lobbyist. Let me say that again. (laughs) I currently do not directly represent churches or pastors as a Christian or church lobbyist. Most of my work when I conduct or contact churches is to invite Pastors and their congregation to attend their hall meetings and workshops that are held at a neutral location or a community center.
1: Oh, well, we'll do that. We'll hold, hold ours in a bar. Or yes. Something.
0: So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to find a location that's, you know, not like a church or anything like that. Okay. Um, Easy enough. And here's where it gets really kind of scary when you start looking at church lobbyists. Uh, He goes on to say, based on my experience as a Christian and a church lobbyist, I believe that the lobbying disclosure exemptions are unfair. By allowing their members to know about their church lobby activities, I also believe that they would energize politically active conservative Christians to take a more active part in contacting their state elected officials. Hmm. So essentially he's saying that the law is unfair because um, it goes on to what a lot of Christians believe, which is that the First Amendment is not directed at churches. They're trying to say that the First Amendment is directed at the government and its restraints of power on the church, mm-hmm. which a lot of Christians love to talk about, but it's complete bullshit. Because people that wrote the fucking thing have come out and said in several writings, letters, and all kinds of shit that it's meant to be a wall. A wall. That means that it doesn't go back and forth at all. They're separate. Government's separate. Church is separate.
1: Yeah, I mean, we did... The the very first show we ever did, we talked about that letter Jefferson wrote to that Baptist church basically explaining that. Like, it's it's implicit. If you read the language, it's, you know, it may be a little vague the way they wrote it, but he said it's pretty much implicit within it. If you, you know, it, that's it's like the Second Amendment. They always try and twist it and turn what it really means to fit their fucking agenda, and it's the same thing with the First Amendment.
0: So what some of these churches have done is they have branched off into a religious organization that has lobbying efforts where they get their money from Hmm. curious. I don't know. Hmm. Something tells me they get it from the church. Um, and there are several different committees. There's the, uh, friends committee on national legislation, which is a nonprofit. Uh, and its members are called uh, Society of Friends, and they also have a uh, Quaker Church. Um, in 2010, they spent 1.8 million dollars on federal lobbying efforts, and it accre- increased um, significantly ever since. Uh, I think in 2013, they did have like a little bit of a dip, but still, that's a lot of money that's going to lobby people that don't hold any of our values whatsoever to any kind of kin. Mm -hmm. And also they try to lobby to get the Christian laws or, you know, their legislation. So then they can have shop owners that don't have to serve to gays or, you know, all this stupid shit that you constantly hear from Christians. That's what they're trying to push. And that's where this whole founding fathers were Christian we need to bring America back to its roots, blah, 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 blah. It It's all hearkening to it. You hear it all the time from especially those big, big freaking churches. Um, and then, of course, you have other ones that are not so Christian in their nature that have lobbying efforts as well, like the Church of Scientology, mm-hmm. um, who obviously spends a ton of money, and they don't even shy away from it as far as their lobbying efforts and their funds that go towards trying to block a bill or pass a bill or whatever. They had the, uh, you know, they tried to get rid of uh, Prop 8 in California. I don't know if you remember that.
1: That was um, the Mormons. Oh, Mormons. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Whoops.
0: See, they all do the same shit. (laughs) Yeah. So, here's where it comes down to. Either need to realize that they are politically active. They're going to be politically active. There's not much you can do about it. So... Goes back to what we have said before: tax the churches. Get rid of it. Their tax exempt status is out. They are politically active. That's fine. But guess what? You're getting taxed taxed out the ass. Go fuck yourself.
1: Well, like I said, I like the idea of this this church thing. And uh, believe me, we won't use the funds for political resources. We got other things in mind. <laughs> but uh, now I fucking love that. We'll have to do a little bit more research. We'll get that going. I'm putting that on the list. Let's see: straw man bogs, start <laughs> our own church. We're
0: I've well, start. I'm kind of focused on the beer thing right now, but church whenever after, I get that rolling, I'm going to start focusing on the uh, atheist beer church
1: thing. Start church after beer thing. Okay.
0: Which, by the way, I rebrewed Star. the pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. Came out a lot better. I did see the picture that you posted. I got new equipment and stuff. <laughs> So now I can do all grain brewing.
1: God damn it, dude. It's going to be delicious. Mm. Can't wait. That it's a uh, save a batch for the fucking uh, the anniversary show. Um,
0: I don't know if it'll even be ready by then.
1: Oh, my God. How it'll long be close. It, how long does that shit have to set?
0: Well, it's been fermenting for about three days now.
1: Wasn't it like two weeks?
0: Mm, yeah, it's two weeks to ferment, and then two weeks for bottle fermenting.
1: Ooh, it's gonna be tight but because
0: I, I don't have the uh, I don't have a keg system or anything.
1: I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna have this so, ready.
0: Little, little beer nerd talk. So what happens is <laughs> is at, you know do you understand what fermentation is? Mm-hmm. So you crush the grains, mm-hmm. and then you make a mash, and that releases the enzymes and sugars within the grains, and then the yeast that you put in after you've done boiling and everything, it eats away at the sugars and creates the alcohol. Yeah. So whenever it's done fermenting, there is still some yeast that's alive, but they don't have anything to eat. So if you just throw it in bottles and cap it, it's not going to be good. It's going to flatten your beer out. So what you have to do is add in what they call primer sugar. And that adds sugar to the batch, not any flavoring or anything, just sugars to the batch. Mm-hmm. And the remaining yeast... Eats away at that sugars while it's in the bottle and it's the cap is sealed and it's an airtight cap. So then, as it eats away at the sugars, it creates a CO vacuum within the bottle. So your beer doesn't go flat and you get a nice tasty brews. So it takes about two weeks for all that to happen. The only downside to bottle fermentation is that you do wind up with a thin layer of sediment on the bottom. It's the dead yeast, mm-hmm. um, and you have to you can't you ha- you can't. I mean, you can if you want, but it's going to taste the flavor of your beer or change the taste of the flavor of your beer. But you don't drink out of the bottle. You pour it into a glass, Mm -hmm. and you have to leave, like, a little bit of beer left over because you don't want that in your glass, obviously, the dead yeast. Dead yeast.
1: You can make a Vegemite
0: out of that. Right. Eventually, I'll... uh,
1: X Vegemite
0: hopefully get a keg system working when i do that then it'll be fermentation and then three days later it'll be ready to go god damn it that'll be the tits
1: <laughs> i was gonna say it's so fucking awesome and the because every time because bog said you're an alcoholic anyway at one point he said, i think eric might be an alcoholic he drinks all the time i'm like eh, we all fucking do so it's fun in the apartment because i'm looking in all around the apartment you've got just six-pack after six-pack after six-pack bottles where you're saving the bottles where you're actually bottling the beer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just the the whole kitchen is just fucking filled with goddamn beer bottles. I need
0: to have a lot of... Well, eventually it'll get to the point to where I don't need them because I'll have such a good rotation mm-hmm. that uh, I won't need the bottles.
1: So you did up one batch already. Now how that one's not going to be ready in time?
0: That'll be ready in time. That's oh. going to be ready by next Thursday. Oh, my. I cracked one yesterday. oh So it's pretty tasty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got to say that I do not like the extract that I used. That's Mm -hmm. why I switched to all grain. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's definitely a lot different than I thought it was going to turn out. So, okay. I'm going to have to change the name of it. Uh, (laughs) It's a little bit more caramel flavor than I thought. Okay. Which I don't know how.
1: So we went from ginger to what? I don't know. Oh, we got to make fucking fun labels. Yes, the beer we replace all the fucking Sam Adams labels. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! It's amazing to see all the Sam Adams fucking bottles everywhere. Oktoberfest, brah. I know, dude. I fucking know it. So we got a lot of stuff on fucking tap. See what I did there? I did. Yeah. A, I yeah, did. I did yeah. a, a bogs thing. God oh, damn! We got to run candidates, start churches, fucking start a fucking brewery, evidently too. A lot of shit going on. You know, one thing that... Uh, if I wouldn't have gotten married, and this is what I'm going to propose to you, Eric. If you don't find that right person in, let's say, the next few years, then you can do what this uh, Jessica Hayes did. She's a 30-year-old high school teacher. And I'm going to say this. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's quite the looker. <laughs> now, she's... Amazingly enough, she's when she's fixed up for thirty-eight. You know, you can do it from behind. So she got married this weekend in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And you uh, know who she got married to? Art? Um, I'm not sure who she who she married.
0: Who's the uh, lucky guy?
1: The most eligible bachelor that's ever fucking walked the face of the earth. I'm gonna take another guess now. Is that good enough for you?
0: The most eligible. He's got the most bachelor.
1: powerful father. Ever.
0: Most powerful father ever. Mm-hmm. So it's like a Koch brother son or something?
1: Oh, my God. What? Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. What? No, that's it. It was Jesus Christ. You married Jesus Christ.
0: Oh. That's what I was saying. Oh. See, you had to say fictional father. Oh. Most powerful fictional father. Then I would have got it.
1: So... I've never really heard this term, but she brands herself as a consecrated virgin.
0: Is that where you, like, banged 500 dudes and then you just claim yourself a virgin again?
1: Well, I don't know because it doesn't say that's the definition of it. But according to this, it says a consecrated virgin is similar to a nun and that they live um, chaste lives. So they I don't think that they they do the dirty deed. I think they're pretty clean. I don't know if they're whores beforehand. Um but says so basically what it is is it's like a nun, but they don't live in in convents and they're not obligated to do any particular work for the Catholic churches. However, most of them will volunteer for the church, probably to go do some lobby work. I'd imagine.
0: So essentially, she's not good enough to marry or bear children. Uh, i.e., she's too ugly uh, sh- or too complainy.
1: I don't know, dude. Like I mean, or she's
0: a terrible cook.
1: Like I said, I'm looking at her, and uh, God, I just got really sexist there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to step it up. If I'm taking on the racist role, you got to take the sexist role on. We're just doing, like, fucking musical chairs. We all just become
0: shittier people because Boggs isn't here. It's
1: just, like, musical chairs, you know? Like, fucking Boggs usually does the racism. I do the sexism. He's gone now, so we're just kind of rotating. It's like, which one's worse? Racism? Okay, I'll fucking take it. Eric, you get sexism. (laughs) God damn it.
0: You drew the short straw.
1: Yeah. It's just a progression. The show's progressing because we're a progressive show. Now I'm like look at the bra, Like she's thin, and like I said, this is a bad picture. That's the worst picture of her. I erased the other ones because nope, they're all out. Just... no, 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 no. But just take the shit out though. She's 38. Yep. She's, I'm out. she's thin. She's got a pretty nice set of tits on her. She's 38. She does not. You just take her from behind, dude. You Just fucking any woman who's not. The best, and this is where now it's seeing now you're making me be sexist. This is supposed to be your <laughs> fucking job, you're making this. Any woman, if she's, this is for any fucking woman, if you do them from behind, not so bad. In the dark, from behind, it's the fucking, yeah, they're all great. You just close your eyes and you fucking grab those hips and fucking just go to town. None the wiser. Anyway, so God will be fucking leaving his fucking jizz on her, um, her back pretty soon
0: think God will double bag it.
1: Nah, I mean, he's fucking God. He doesn't get, he's not going to get fucking AIDS. He just gave AIDS to the black people. He's no, I mean, he doesn't want to have so. another son, right? Yeah, but he doesn't have to do anything,
0: dude. But if he doesn't have another son, then I mean.
1: Yeah, but Jesus, no, but she's married Jesus. But see, Jesus, wait, Jesus is God. Okay, yes, so Jesus
0: is God. So she married <sighs> Jesus' up. dad and him. Yeah. And the Holy Trinity. What a whore. Yeah, what she, a whore.
1: Yeah. Is this why did and they allowed this marriage in a fucking Catholic church? She married three fucking people. Yeah, the that's fuck? polygamy. This isn't that more. is not
0: what Catholics are about at all.
1: You know what, dude? I didn't even think about it. When I read this. I this whole thing's a joke. <laughs> are you sure? I thought this was like serious, <laughs> and now I'm thinking about like they just don't even fucking care anymore. What clued you in? <laughs> the Catholic Church just does not give a fuck anymore. This is what happens when. Pope Francis took over. Ugh, oh, douche. Oh, fucking atheist! Go to fucking heaven. Oh, the gays. Yeah, sure, you're fine. Whatever. Yeah,
0: you can marry Jesus Christ and Oh, now I can marry God Jesus,
1: too. Although
0: the Holy I gotta, Ghost.
1: I gotta say, dude, this uh, consecrated virgin thing, it says that there's only 230 of them in the United States. But the thing that's yeah, weird about it... Yeah, wanna
0: know it, why? Um, Those are 230 people that probably shouldn't be producing. So it's fine.
1: They're... Well, I mean, come on now. Some of them could be very lovely ladies. Um doubt it. So like I said, if they they'd taken a vow to never have sex or marry, but yet she's fucking calls herself one and she's marrying fucking Jesus.
0: That's another good point. She's breaking her vows.
1: Uh it's just everything now the more I read this story the more I'm just fucking pissed off. Uh, Let's see. What else does it fucking say? What else does she fucking rules that she break? This whore. <laughs> you know, it says she was re-consecrated a- a- as a virgin, so you know, man, she was fucking tearing it up back in the day. See, that's, that's what of- I'm
0: saying. Like, I I don't think that she's, n- like, never not had sex. You know what I mean? It's like, I think that it's one of those, like, you know, born-again stupid mm. craps where yes, it's like yes, you're yes. just a complete total whore. Mm. And then you're all of a sudden, oh again because i said so and it's in the eyes of the lord because he's the ultimate authority
1: so she goes to the bishops and the priests and they do this fucking consecration thing Mm -hmm. so after years of prayer and and i guess begging fucking jesus or whatever Like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I took all those cocks back in college, and that time I fucking gang-banged the fucking basketball team. But, you know, um, I'm not really having a good go of it lately. I'm not getting any ass anyway, so fuck it.
0: And Jesus, your cock is the only cock that matters anymore.
1: I bet Jesus has a huge fucking cock.
0: No, he definitely has. He's an egomaniac. He's got a small wing. No doubt. Plus, he was in the Middle East, dude. I've seen those little oh, charts right. that show that Middle Easterners have small penises.
1: That's a good point. So Maybe that's why he's so vengeful in the yeah, beginning. That's why
0: he's so pissed off.
1: Fucking little penis Jesus. Was, and then, well, it wasn't Jesus. Then it was God before he became... Maybe God has little penis, and then Jesus, as human God, he gave himself big penis when he was here.
0: Dude, do you think that that's what happened to Adam and Eve?
1: You think he's pissed at Adam? Adam had a huge fucking cock?
0: Adam had a decent-looking wang. And... Starting to make some sense. Eve was all over his dick. And God's, like, getting no action. And then they, like, eat from the tree of knowledge. And through that knowledge, they gain the knowledge that God has a small penis. And they giggle and laugh about it. And then he (laughs) pan-banishes the human race.
1: But it makes so much sense now. You think about that. He was fucking pissed off. Yeah,
0: and he's egomaniac.
1: He's smiting everybody, fucking flooding the goddamn... Taking everybody out. And yeah. then he's like, fuck this little cock shit. And he fucking has Jesus, who's his son, but also him.
0: Yeah, he says, you know... With I, a big penis. You think I got a small dick? You think I got a small... Guess what? I'm going to impregnate this virgin. Yeah. Well, How about that, human race?
1: Yeah, and then he gives birth to himself, his son... Also him
0: Who also has a small penis
1: No no Jesus had a huge cock That's oh. why Jesus was nice And was like Healing fucking people And, and fucking Breaking fishes And stuffs and things Oh no,
0: Jesus was a eunuch That's what it was
1: But then I'd be really Then he'd be even more pissed Yeah he, he had
0: nothing down there
1: Just no drive whatsoever Yeah, yeah Nothing at all hmm.
0: And then that freed up A lot of time To like you know Be a decent person
1: Yeah not always out on the <laughs> Not out Trolling for pussy All the time <laughs> Yeah
0: he Fuckin'. had the time to focus on other things.
1: Yeah, that's Like a trying point. to better society. That's a good point.
0: So, you heard it first here, folks. God has a small penis.
1: I think we're solving some problems today. Yeah,
0: we are definitely tackling some major, major fucking issues.
1: Although, I'm going to say this. Uh, I feel bad for Jesus, because this broad really isn't worthy of Jesus. But, whatever. <sighs> Plus, she's yeah. a whore. Uh,
0: I mean, come on. She's banging your dad. Come on, dude. And the Holy Ghost. What, but, is, what exactly is the Holy Ghost?
1: Um, I don't know. Is that like the in-between, like when Jesus was fucking dead for three days? It was the Holy Ghost floating around? or is I don't really know. I've never quite figured that out. I guess I really should probably pay more attention to the shit that I make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. Sorry, God. Jesus. Sorry for your small penis. Sorry about your little wiener. It's the dick of the week. It's the little god dick of the week. <laughs> so, I was telling Eric before the show, I can't, it's really hard to do dick of the week because usually politicians are the ones that say the most fucked up thing. Like, I mean, I like Ted Cruz could have won it this week for his fucking, you know. Yes. yeah. You know, poor Christians, the, let's have our pity party for same-sex marriage. Like, that could have got it, you know. But I can't, because it's such a fucking f- nonsense fest right now with these primaries, they're all trying to out-douchebag each other, so it's like you just almost have to brush it to the side. Like, I just, I just not yeah. so I, we, I, I just we have made
0: an exemption that yeah. political candidates for the presidency yeah. are going to be exempt from Dick of the Week.
1: Yeah, which is why Trump, we just have been doing, you know, what's up with Trump kind of segment instead of fucking throwing him up at Dick of the Week when he, yeah. you know, says the crazy shit he says. He's just he, you know so he gets passed. So I I have to fucking search extra hard. I got to do so much extra homework now. So it's so difficult. Fuck. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes like this week it's so easy to find one. So everybody knows who George Zimmerman is. He's mm-hmm. Florida Florida's favorite son. Um, He's
0: the douchebag that killed the black teenager. Followed the black teenager. Yeah. Until the black teenager confronted him and then got scared and shot him and killed him.
1: That would be uh, Trayvon Martin, sir. That black teenager. So, uh, yeah, because, you know, fucking he was real threatening with his fucking Skittles. Yeah. So, in his backpack. What George Zimmerman is doing now, there's a guy named Andrew um, Hallinan who owns a place called Florida Gun Supply and
0: oh i've heard of this douchebag
1: yeah i mean a couple months ago and stuff when the confederate flag was being you know villainized you know by us fucking libs and shit um you know he came out and fucking supported the history of the confederate flag talking about how it wasn't racist and this and that and you know he started saying that the groups you only use the flag for racial profiling and incite hatred and stuff and i did see uh, a uh,
0: funny uh, meme uh, and it had a it said, uh, the only Confederate flag that ever mattered, and it showed a white flag. <laughs> Made me laugh.
1: That was funny. <laughs> and
0: that's the fucking truth. So, when these fucking idiots are running around talking about how proud they are to be an American and how they love winning and blah, 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 and they have a Confederate flag mm-hmm. next to them, just remember that they are backing losers. Yeah. They fucking lost. Anyway, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, no, no. You're right. And this guy proves your point. I mean, like he did a video on the whole Confederate flag thing where he comes out and he says, you know, that this is the beginning of a cultural cleansing and that they're going to remove our statues and rename our schools and streets and they're going to cleanse the history book because the liberals are rewriting history. Oh, Um, it's all
0: tying together now. Yeah,
1: you know, because they're going to, you know, take out the, the real history and stuff. And it's it's pretty funny. I mean, and then also in his gun shop, he has established it as a Muslim free zone, <laughs> which is awesome. So, he's trying to pay for some legal fees and stuff for some things some that he got involved in. And his buddy George Zimmerman, because George Zimmerman is a semi-famous guy, or infamous, I guess would be the correct way. Yeah, that's, that's um, more accurate. And I don't know if you know this, but George Zimmerman is a painter. He uh, he has painted, like, 9-11 shit, very patriotic fucking things and stuff, and sold them. So his buddy, George Zimmerman, decided he's going to help his friend out by creating some artwork to sell for him to help him with his legal fees and everything. And um, so he's basically painting, like, these Confederate flag paintings and all this other shit. <laughs> And he's like, fuck it. It's so funny, dude. George Zimmerman is the best. I mean, he's only been busted by the cops for shit or been involved with some kind of a either beating his girlfriend, threatening him with fucking shooting her, road rage incidents. He's been pulled over for fucking speeding and all kinds of other shit. Only like a fucking half a dozen times in the last couple of years. You know, but he was, he's the hero. The black kid was the thug with the iced tea and the, skittles that he killed so yeah just the fact that it's like george zerman's been in the news for nothing but negative shit ever since then like i said violence towards women just threatening people all the other shit you think he would try and pull back and maybe stay out of the limelight but he just continues to get involved in these causes so now he's running around with fucking muslim free gun zone guy and also the fucking painting confederate flags and all this other shit in support of I guess white power even though he's not even fucking white. I don't Yeah I was
0: about to say he's... I
1: don't, I don't get it. The dude's insane. But so he's uh up in his notoriety level just by fucking leaps and bounds. So that's uh Dick of the week is George Zimmerman. Congratulations, he just sir. Can't stay out of the fucking news for negative shit. Oh oh uh, second secondary dick of the week? Uh box.
0: Do you think he like um do you think he masturbates to, like, news articles about himself?
1: Um, I I don't know. I I wouldn't think so. I don't think he can get an erection. That's why he's always packing fucking guns and doing the shit he does. I don't think his penis works.
0: It's highly possible.
1: Granted, I mean, we all have our struggles sometimes, but I think... Mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, it sounds like there's a story there, buddy.
1: Ah, oh, I've had my moments. Uh, it's, uh... Old age, dude. Actually, with me, it's not that. I fucking have mental problems. But we're not going to discuss that right now. I, it's been working, I just can't I, I The fucking, my penis works I mean, But it's not working Because I can't fucking make a fucking baby Maybe it's just, maybe God doesn't want So the, you're
0: psyching yourself out, is that what you're saying?
1: No, I can, I can get it up when it's oh, time okay. to fucking make baby It's just, it's not working I, I think maybe God doesn't want any more half-breeds Have you gone to the fucking doctor yet? Um, well, it's funny you say that, sir, because I got my physical next Friday, so oh, I'm going to go, go and I'm going to probably schedule an appointment to, uh, go jerk off in a cup and see how that works out. So probably in the next few weeks, um, there'll be a lot of fucking jerk off talk and we'll talk about my sperm. Make it happen. Mm hmm. God
0: damn it. Well, now that Boggs is in here, we're, it's going to free up so much time to talk about other stuff. We're going to have to steal the thunder of bro Apocalypse.
1: <laughs> i just have Brad fucking join the show. We'll just turn into like half intellectual savers, half apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> mm, nah. Hey, speaking Good. of man, you need to hop on with us one night.
0: Yeah, I, well, you guys record on Thursdays, and yeah, I work, so I know.
1: we're gonna have to make an exception one fucking night. But the only thing is, Brad does fifty fucking shows, so we got to work around his other shit. Does
0: he? Does he record anything on Friday?
1: Uh, I don't think he does. There you go. It just depends what he's up to.
0: Just switch it to a Friday. Just switch next week to a Friday.
1: I mean, unless he's trying to fucking not shoot a fucking load of jizz into his wife's fucking hair, then uh, he should be free. I'm not going to explain that.
0: What time do you guys (laughs) normally record?
1: Uh, Usually around 8 o'clock. Around 8? Yep. For all the people out there who want to listen on Mixler, usually Brad throws up. Last night we started about 15, 20 minutes late, so we didn't do Mixler. So, sorry guys. So, you're actually going to have to go listen to the fucking show. Um,
0: I don't know. I might be able to swing that one night. I don't know.
1: All right. If you guys want to hear uh, Eric on the show talk about fucking all his goddamn gangbangs and shit he was a part of when he was younger, then uh, be sure to fucking message him and oh, tell yeah. him. Oh, yeah.
0: I've got a lot of fun stories.
1: Because <laughs> I already told him. I was like, "You come on, fucking bro Apocalypse. It's fucking open book on that show. We don't hold back.
0: I couldn't tell. Couldn't. Tell.
1: Well you don't think you when Brad's fucking telling stories, even though it was on our show, about fucking getting back to back with bogs and jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's a fucking pity.
0: Anyway, folks. Hope you enjoyed it.
1: If not, I don't really fucking care.
0: Uh check out our buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh digital com. For
1: all their fine programming,
0: all of their stuff, um, PodBlocks, of course, mm-hmm. give us plugs, plugity plug bug. Plug. He um, What's the? Check out uh, Michael's side piece, mm-hmm. Bro Apocalypse.
1: Oh, and I just want to say that Bradley, that does a show, always talks about his pants being small. Mm-hmm. Still bigger than God's. Oh, it's a fact. Hey,
0: congratulations, Brad. You're bigger than somebody. There we go. You're bigger than God. Just tell You your can tell your woman that. Yep.
1: Shut up, whore! I'm bigger, I'm bigger than, than God. Than God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and just list us as a reference. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, and then check out my side piece, the Human Challenge.
1: Oh, Boggs will be on that one.
0: Next episode uh. should be in a couple of weeks, and it's mm-hmm. going to be over the deregulation of Wall Street. No. It's another segment of Income Inequality series.
1: Anyway, folks,
0: sorry we're Boggsless. I know how much you love him. Nine, Fuck six, that guy. Seven, wow. Six, five,
1: Bog Sex Podcast coming to four, a fucking three, podcast near five. you soon.